0: Welcome Welcome to to Minority Minority Corner Corner. with an Eke. And James learn, laugh, play. It's like blues clues. Only it's
1: more black Mm? guy. And a lady like. I see you, girl. Mm Mm-hmm. You see me, and I see you. Look
0: at them take out titties.
1: Jiggling them titties. Jiggling them titties. Jiggling them titties. Bubbling brown sugar. (laughs) Jiggling them titties. Jiggling them titties. Ooh.
0: This week on Minority Corner... What
1: are you talking about, James? Well, apparently James, there's a lot James, of... James,
0: James, James, Apparently there's a lot of ooing and aahing happening this week. I got Miss Ooh and Ah over here. Um, it just feels good. It just feels so good. Oh, my God, there's so many things to talk about. At some point, i like to talk about catch up on Pride. Happy Pride, everybody. Woo! Yes! Primarily, my subject that I'm going to be touching on is uh, Guns in America. I'm not done talking about Guns in America, so... Annie, get your musket. We're going back at it. Guns America. Where are they? Why are they? How come there's so many? And history of massacres in America. And what you got? I'm also scared to hold guns. Well, yes. I have
1: something that's completely not related at all. Okay. I'm doing a comic book
0: roundup. Ooh, very exciting. Some exciting news.
1: So we can find out who has been involved in comics, who's represented, who's not represented, who's up and coming. We're just going to talk about that a little bit. I
0: have a feeling that blind Chinese lesbians have not been included. You never know. Okay, well, I can't wait to find out. Well, here we go. (laughs) Let's head on in. Let's go. I'm ready.
1: So just to kind of explain.
0: Huh? <laughs> Nothing. You go.
1: <laughs> I was just gonna just say what?
0: <laughs> to kind of explain how the sausage is made. James mm-hmm. has been giving part, me a part da- two, <laughs> Almost like every episode, uh, you're gonna get a little behind the scenes tutorial to Minority Corner. And welcome yes. to those just joining in. Yes, welcome to Minority right Corner. It. I'm an Eke. This is well they know that. <laughs> they heard the intro. She's still an Ecke. And before you go any further I have to break down. First of all, my hair looks crazy, and it's time for me to get a haircut. It doesn't look Aneke, that bad, on you the guys. Other hand, it looks good, girl. But nothing compared to what I'm seeing. Aneka has re-inspired poetic justice starring Janet Jackson. Yes, yes, y'all. It's like she had the audition today, and for the revival, because they're doing a revival, Because they do with movies sometimes. They do. Um, they don't do a reshoot or a reboot. Sometimes it's a revival. Um, Ooh, I like a revival of so, Poetic Ineke's, Justice starring Ineke. And her name was Justice in the movie. I don't know if you knew that. Oh. And, and that's also where I learned the word punani from was in that, mo- that movie. It was like seven years old. And did you know that Janet Jackson won a Raspberry Award for that movie?
1: Why? That was good. I enjoyed her... her Throwing up scene? Her role in there. And Tupac as a postman. Yeah. And Regina King
0: was in that movie.
1: Mm. so what James is talking about if, you got, if y'all don't
0: know I got braids I added by <laughs> my... <laughs> long story long what I mean is Aneke has braids for all those of you who are like what is a poetic justice hairdo Aneke <laughs> has beautiful braids that's what I'm saying
1: they're long enough to cover my nips I'm doing it totally lady Godiva style
0: is that why it. you got him at that length because in case you're like listen I need to go to the pool but I don't want to be strapped down it's true. I just
1: cover. Okay. I just pull it over, and then I instant bathing suit. Oh. I ride my
0: horse like this. <laughs> I, you know, I go shopping. You come out of your <laughs> seashell clam out of the ocean that way. It's, it's very. I mean, this is a new look, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to do this as well, um, Minority yeah. Corner Fashion, long braids, poetic justice style to cover your nips.
1: Yes, um, and I did it myself too. I oh, did this. It looks
0: hella good. You should open Thank up a shop and a beauty supply store. I'm sorry, just I, for I myself, you from something just for, you. just a store just for you.
1: Because if I had to do this on other people, I would have no mobility in my fingers whatsoever. I barely can make a fist after I'm done doing this with my hair. <laughs> and by and the you, way, I washed.
0: And you know hmm. how you need to shake your fist in the air at, at people almost every day. I can't shake a clamped hand. Because <laughs> it looks That's silly. not attractive. It's kind of creepy. It's like, ah! It's, that woman ah. with that poetic justice hairstyle is shaking her clamped hand at me. What does it mean?
1: But they're long enough to cover her nips, and I admire that.
0: <laughs> That's true. There's a lot of commentary <laughs> happening. They're very confused. They're, they're just very confused.
1: So James, Uh, James.
0: Yeah, and I came here. What's up? What's going on?
1: I joined your world
0: of theater last weekend. Shit! I don't know whether I should be supportive or be like stay in your lane. Hey! <laughs> but I'm gonna be supportive. I'm gonna be supportive. Um, because
1: you but, used to like <laughs> take me to shows to try and get me to act again. When did that change?
0: It didn't change. I just got a little nervous. Okay. I had a I had a very I had a lot of political bullshit happen recently in the the New York theater world, which I won't go oh, into much no. detail. But just stay away from the Manhattan Repertory Theater. That's all I'm gonna say. They're fucked oh, up. Oh shit! It's a scam and political bullshit. Oh, man. So now I know what it's like to practically have a Tony, like, taken from my arm. just some political bullshit. So I'll just say that, but I'm proud of the work I did. That's all I'm going to say. Anyways, I digress. That's a lot of teaser
1: right <laughs> there. Oh, man. That's all the shade Saucy, I'm throwing. Saucy little blind item by James. But back, back to you. Well, mine wasn't as dramatic. But <laughs> well, <laughs> I played a waitress. Ooh. <laughs> Filmed in a restaurant. They shut down the restaurant. They had a big old film crew. We had Whoa. a craft service table, and I, I, you know, I had three lines. Wow. One of them was, "Boo, ooh, not today."
0: Okay, so you were the <laughs> sassy
1: waitress. I, only for a little bit. Everything else I okay. was very nice and not. So okay.
0: You know. to- well, you know, layers, layers. I can yeah. be sassy sometime. Oh no, she and didn't. So she- and then I can also be scholarly. Excuse me, sir. Would you like to read this book? See, I can do it all too. I want to know the scene where you're. <laughs> or I can be, da- or I can be dangerous. Like, <laughs> watch out for those bees. So I can, I you know, there's my range. Is that your real? I hope that you're real. Or, I want- <laughs> or um, Olivia, where's the milk? The milk. That oh. So you know, I can do it too.
1: Can we film all of those segments? I want to film all of
0: those segments. That's all the same person, though, too. Like, that's not oh. me playing different characters. That's me saying, you know, you can be all kinds... You know, everybody has different shades and colors to themselves, so... Um, oh, okay. That, that's what that was. You know, multidimensional. But it sounds like that's like what you it. did as well.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, and to a lesser degree. I'm not okay. a professional actor. Whoa, Thanks it's for it's making posh. me feel inadequate just nope, now. not what I did. I'll that's... Do-
0: I did not. I'll go back in my lane. Supporting you. Well. (laughs) My I have, <laughs> I also well I did something different too I went to the library this weekend and I helped people check out books oh shit we switched I'm just kidding I didn't go to the library I couldn't even tell you where it oh, is actually I went by God the. damn it I went by the New York Public Library because that's where my contingent for the pride parade started
1: I was going to say the New York Public Library is humongous and in the middle like right by Central Park right so
0: it's a little bit it's by Bryant Bryant Square Park one of the parks you got oh, one of the parks okay one of them parks yeah, one of the, there's many parks one there. of them parks one of them parks there in New York City <laughs> Well, that's awesome. I hope you do more. You know, I'm the biggest fan of Aneke acting. Can we talk about the BET Awards?
1: Um, Yes, my bae, Jesse Williams, with
0: his sparkle eyes. Totally, yes. But before we... First of all, oh, so the BET Awards, they happen, right? Mm-hmm. And here's they what's did. amazing. Times, they are a-changing. Because there was a time when nobody would really go to the BET Awards. Like, oh Nobody. Yes. You couldn't because like, it was a liability, James. It was a liability. Well, the Source Awards were a liability, but the BET Awards, like, not, what went down at the? You, no one even just went. Like, no star. Mm. People would go to the MTV Music Awards, but like now, I think since like Black Lives Matter, like we're all coming together as a huge community, and everyone was there. Like everyone, it was Spike great. Lee was mm-hmm. there. Samuel Jackson. Um, Beyonce had a surprise. But Beyonce went to the BET Awards. I can't tell you the last time she usually it's. Her mother accepting the award in those crazy oh, yeah. outfits she wears. She's like, "Hi, I'm Tina. Mm-hmm. I'm Tina Knowles. Darion. I've made these these bell bottoms. House <laughs> of Darion. House of Darion. Beyonce herself was there. Uh, she she made a splash. Performing. She made a splash at the BET Awards. Oh oh, look at you. Those guys. <laughs> <like them. laughs> and if you don't know, Beyonce literally like danced and her and her dancers filled the stage with water. And splashed about. Mm-hmm. It was epic and amazing. They do
1: it on the concert, so oh. I was really
0: happy to see
1: her bring that
0: to the world. Oh, she was like, the world needs to see this. Yes, and they but did. In
1: new mm-hmm. African bodysuits. It was amazing. which were
0: sexy and like it was like and amazing. And, and then who's in? So she did the song Freedom, which was like. I love that song. It's so powerful. Huge black Mm -hmm. anthem. And who's the guy who sings on it, or not sings on it? Kendrick Lamar. What am I, 80? Who's that guy that (laughs) sings on that track with that Bonsai? How do I say her name? I don't know why I'm Southern, old Southern. I don't either. Kendrick Lamar. Yes, and his verse is crazy. And like, I got chills Mm -hmm. watching this entire performance and watching them splash about. So that was amazing. That, Have you seen his performance from the Grammys? Is that what the... No, I don't think I did.
1: What? Oh my god, look it up. It's all about the industri- industrial prison complex. Right. People turn into fluorescent African dancing.
0: Oh, He's yes. He's
1: amazing.
0: He has. Okay, so I'm loving it. Like, And it just seemed like it felt for the first time in a long time that the BET Awards was just such a, a true celebration of black excellence. That's It was, just, it was really nice. It was beautiful. And just everyone rallying together. And now the main event. Now let's talk about beautiful... You are lighting up already. I haven't even mentioned his name. And Nekka is to get the seams. I do, do want to mention real quickly, though. Yes, yes, yes.
1: Real quickly. It wasn't all great. Oh, why? Fat Joe had a performance
0: and it was dookie doo-doo. <laughs> I only saw the two highlights, which was Beyonce made a splash and Jesse Williams gave an epic call to arms speech. I didn't know anything else actually really happened.
1: I turned it on when I was flipping through, and I was like, nah. And then I changed. <laughs> Wait, you said Fat Joe?
0: I thought he died.
1: Was it? Oh, uh, no. That was um, Big Pun. Oh,
0: okay. Which, you know, Fat Joe is big, but then you see Big Pun, and Big Pun was big. Big
1: Pun is not a player. He just fucks a lot. He is, was a big man. Wait, he does what a lot? That's the song. I'm not a player I just fuck a
0: lot (gasps) I thought he just crushed a lot oh that's censored that's radio edit (gasps) shut up oh my god this entire time of my life I had no idea I thought Big Pun just crushed a lot and I was like that's cool I just crushed a lot that's wildly inappropriate that's just like that one Jay Jay Z song can I get a what what it's actually can I get a fuck you
1: but I mean it makes more sense doesn't it make more sense to say I'm not a player I just fuck a lot because it it's true. instead of crush a lot like what do you what do you, what? almonds are you crushing walnuts yeah what's...
0: i'm not a player i just crush these almonds a lot or whatever what do you need crushed <laughs> you need these cans crushed because you want to recycle he cared about the environment
1: <laughs> which is nice he crushes a lot I whatever appreciate you need to
0: that. crush he he's gonna crush it. i appreciate so that. get you want some crushed soda he's got it for you what's your favorite flavor orange red Purple train? Oh. Got it. Rest in power, big pun. Jesse motherfucking Williams, who is, I think we can all hands down agree, the most beautiful person in the world. Yes. Yes. Like. Yes. Yes. And I'm back, I'm doing my summer ritual of binge watching Grey's Anatomy. I like to wait (laughs) for the summer to come, and then I just catch up on everything, and then I like how it's seasonal. (laughs) It's a seasonal activity. I do it in the season. Oh, but summer, I just, I come home, back to Seattle Grace, or Mercy death, grace, whatever they're calling the hospital this, these days, 12th well, season. The man is fucking, and I know it's not just about his looks, but he is a beautiful fucking human being. I know. Inside and out. I know. Like, I am happy in my happy time relationship, but... Yeah, we all are. Exactly. But I, you can just still admire beautiful Jesse Williams. Um, of course. He's married. To a beautiful black smart woman as well. Um, Who
1: looked a little pissed. I'm just going to throw that out there. But I don't know what's going on. Maybe she was just chilling. She's relaxing. And you know, those
0: award shows are very long. And she was like, i Yeah, she's probably I'm tired. I mean, it takes six, t- like <laughs> hours to get ready. And then hours of the red carpet. Hours of the show. And she's like, listen, can we go? She's looking for her exits. Yeah. She's ready to it's go. It's true. I don't put... My- <laughs> And then she's <laughs> got to do after parties after this. I mean, she's just like oh, that's baby, right. I, I'm proud of you, but I gotta go.
1: I know. I love how he gave a shout out to his wife and black women. That was really good.
0: Like he is just someone who he's always been about the cause. If you've not watched Jesse Williams' speech, you're do the go stop listening to this right now or listen to the just both do at it. the same time. It's just it's just amazing. So yes. he won an award especially just for doing like sort of like humanitarian not humanitarian work but like Yeah.
1: It was- I think he won the humanitarian award.
0: Oh, so it was like the humanitarian award cuz Yeah. <laughs> In fact, it was the good <laughs> for him. The and you know, he's one person that like he's always been about like if you look at his Twitter account, like he's always saying prolific brilliant things that are just uplifting Black folks, black women, minorities in general, he calls it like it is. He's on, like, yes. brilliant Shonda Rhimes TV show as well. And, like, he's always been yes. outspoken. He didn't wait for it to get, you know, like, I'm, I love you, Beyonce, but he didn't wait. Like, he's always it's true been about it. He he's to, been out the jump. He was doing it. Can I read some of my favorite quotes of his? Please do. From the speech. So we talk about police brutality against black men. And he said... Yeah. Uh, aneka is so into this you have such like you were just like jesse williams sparkle 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 <laughs> well i
1: mean it's nice to hear somebody like saying educated
0: brilliant stuff that's empowering you know yes true so you talk about it's ple- just like it's awesome uh, he i absolutely agree and he's not hard to look at either he's like the one <laughs> character on Grey's anatomy that i agree with everything that his character does i'm not sure if that's because i actually like his character or just because he's beautiful <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Those eyes. Conflict. I just, I'm hypnotized. James is conflicted. Those eyes, <laughs> man. Okay. Can I
1: just, just before you say the quotes. Yeah. Because it's his delivery. He has a swagger. He I said does. this to my friend. He has a swagger of a thousand sons. He, he was does. just up there saying, laying down all these truth bombs that you're about to say with a piece of gum in his mouth
0: and just kind of casually did. saying it. And I was just like, yeah, you have that gum. I, like, he could do anything. <laughs> like, because I mean, he's just so brilliant about it. And at the same time, he's not cocky and arrogant either and seeing to his character in mm-hmm. his anatomy. So he talked about police brutality. He said, we know that police somehow managed to de-escalate, disarm, and not kill white people every day. So what's mm. going to happen is we are going to have equal rights and justice in our own country or we will restructure their function in ours. Ooh! Yes, and just, uh, right. And this the entire speech All was the so snaps. brilliantly written, and it makes you think. You're like, oh, that's right. White people get sh- don't get shot by the police every day. Like we know it's possible, right? He then talks about... Uh, I just have uh, four more points I just want to uh, touch on. Yeah, I'm come on. Finish. Lay it on me. Okay, okay good. Cultural appropriation. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Mm-hmm. We're done watching and waiting while this invention called whiteness uses and abuses us, burying black people out of sight and out of mind while extracting our culture, our dollars, our entertainment like oil, black gold ghettoizing and demeaning our creations, then stealing them, gentrifying our genius, and then trying us on like costumes before discarding our bodies like rinds of strange fruit.
1: Ooh! Uh, Ah! Ah! That was incredible. That was
0: incredible. incredible. I mean, I can't even feel like I can't even go on. I mean, each one of these, I just feel like He's just saying all the things. It's poetry. It's beautiful poetry. It's a, he said a poem, and he, basically. And he's literally saying all the things that we've been talking about and people have been talking about. Right. And he just put it all mm-hmm. in this thing all together. You know, like, just black gold. Like, just, you know, our black excellence and that just, mmm. And then just to toss in strange fruit
1: like that, like, nobody's yeah. business and all the connotation that comes along with that. I. It's right. so good. It's, it's so brilliant. good.
0: Uh, he talked about this category, but uh, then he talked about investing in ourselves. He says, now the thing is, though all of us in here getting money, that alone isn't going to stop this. Mm. All right. Now, dedicating our lives, dedicating our lives to getting money just to give it right back for someone's brand on our body. When we spent centuries praying with brands on our bodies, and now we pray to, now we pray to get paid for brands on our bodies. Like, what come on and calling it like out everybody in that you know room and it's like you know yeah it's this sort of like misconception of like oh well you know look black people are making it that was oh that was so good because he's not
1: only like he's like pointing the camera back at people too like he's like you know what like you can speak all this good game about supporting but do you really support the movement right i love that he said that too and
0: and be about it and also like again like you know other black like black the black community is supporting the black community like going to black owned businesses like we don't keep our money like other communities are they're better i would say about supporting their other businesses and keeping like Mm -hmm. not saying just to keep the money within our own community but our money goes out of our communities and does not come back to our communities at all right Jesse Williams for all the presidents. Um, He talks about the myth of freedom. There has been no war that we have not fought and died on the front lines of. There has been no job we haven't done. There is no tax they haven't levied against us, and we paid all of them. But freedom is somehow always conditional here. You're free, they keep telling us. But she would have been alive if she hadn't acted so free. Ooh... And he's
1: referencing the carefree black girl um, hashtag that's on Twitter with that, too. Which is, Mm -hmm. like, why it's so important to let us black people be free and silly
0: and have fun. Because we feel like we can't because we get punished for it. But even just, like, I mean, think about all the black women who've died in, like, Sandra Bland. Like, all the black women who've, like, died in, in prison. Who, she was exercising her right of freedom of speech or, like, you know, right to attorney and all this shit. And then she magically ends up dead in prison like this exactly. is stuff that like does not happen to white women in prison prison this happens to black women in prison black men in prison transgendered uh people in prison mm-hmm. um, and then his it's last so word that he touches on he talks about you know staying mad let's get a couple of things straight just a little side note the burden of the brutalized is not to comfort the bystander that's not our job all right stop with all that If you have a critique for the resistance, for our resistance, then you better have an established record of critique for our oppression. If you have no interest, if you have no interest in equal rights for black people, then do not make suggestions to those who do. Sit down. Mm. I'm done. I'm done. So Uh, good. And I love, like, we talk about that all the time. And it's so, I have so many times people still to this day come up to me about, like, you know, I'm talking about, being angry about whatever issue I'm upset about that is affecting myself or my community communities or marginalized groups and all these outsiders want to have all these suggestions of like how I need to go about doing Fight fighting for my for my freedom for my equality and You're not pointing that same finger at the people who are are creating this environment and oppression towards me. So instead of running your mouth towards me, turn that and be an ally. Shut up if you don't have anything good to say or turn that around to those who need to actually hear it.
1: Exactly. Thank you so much. And hello, Bill Clinton. You need to listen to that. Instead of yelling at people in the Black Lives Movement about what we need to do better, it's called being an ally means not telling people what to do it's called support
0: it, exactly support it up so jesse williams uh i would love to have him get on the. Sh- we should have had him on the <laughs> show before he blew up and now i think it's gonna we're we're down on the queue i think we're gonna get jennifer hudson before we get him yay
1: <laughs> i like how that's a
0: to dig towards
1: jennifer hudson <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know i love her but i just really want you know jesse williams should be here jennifer hudson i'm j hud i love you you're great but you ain't no Jesse Williams. How the hell are we going to get Jesse Williams on this show? Um, everyone, get Minority Corner Kids, Ineke is seriously thinking about this, and I am too. But Ineke <laughs> no is, like, lost in thought. She's, like, charting all the different ways. She's like, okay, if I go to the airport at this time, it's going to be down Harry James. Potter.
1: It's like one yeah. of those like um, CSI shows where I have a wall with like the red string attaching different like pictures yes, and a map. Exactly, you have all the
0: different. <laughs> I'm ties. in a beautiful mind. This shit. Okay, I know. <laughs> I believe you. I can see you plotting. So, well, let's get through this episode, so because you got work to do. So, okay, Justin Williams, do. Uh, and. I- you don't have to do anything. Aneke's going to come and get you. So We're coming so, for you, Jesse Williams. Okay, not in a bad way. Well, Aneke, <laughs> dial it down. It's a good way. Oh, i excited. know. I know you're, e- you're excited. It just I'm came sorry. out as like, <laughs> we're coming for you. We're going to
1: get you yeah. <laughs> to be on a podcast. Just Please. Really Jesse Williams. <laughs>
0: You know what is uh, so Annette? So I went to the Pride Parade. Yes. And I marched with the Anti Violence Project myself and our college friends, Shiva and Jeremy. I felt the need to march this year. I was like, I cannot sit on the sidelines. I must march. Yeah. I will say though, I am good. much more used to like being a part of the entertainment and festivities. But this year, being that I just mm-hmm. moved to, like, I performed Pride Main Stages the last year. Like, so this was a, yes. a, a transitional year for me, um, being here in New York. But yeah. So I went march with the anti-violence project and we got free t-shirts and as soon as I got those Ooh. those shirts I was like who's got some scissors mm-hmm. they need to cut the sleeves off because you know why? Ooh, modifications. You, yeah. Them guns? Because I have the right to bear arms. It's my second amendment right. Yes, you bear those arms. Which, that's what I thought the Second Amendment right was about, but apparently it's about guns. Shut up, when? Shut up. And I told everybody, it's like, everybody, come on. We have the right to bear arms. And they were like, oh no, it's about guns. And that sent me on this track of like, what? I had no idea. <laughs> so it. then I decided to research guns in America and how the fuck this happened. Did you just sit down in the middle of the parade with a computer to do the research? Because that's what I imagined. I did. I stopped marching. I was like... Hold up, everybody. I've been lied to. First of all, I thought Big Pun just crushed a lot, and now that's a lie. And now right to bear arms means guns? That's crazy. I know. It's just an eye-opening couple of days for you. <laughs> so, a lot of people, when we talk about Orlando, the news was very quick to talk about how this was, like, the worst mass shooting in America, right? Yes. But uh-huh. America has a little dirty secret. These Oh, even, snap. We have a history of mass shootings, and it goes hella far back? Oh my God, lay it down. I, so the, I mean, actually, I don't. I don't know this. The deadliest shooting in American history actually happened in 1890. Um, oh snap! It happened at Wounded Knee, oh. which was the slaughter of more than 300 Native Americans of the Lakota at the Lakota Pine Ridge Reservation. And what's really fucked up? The U.S. Calvary. Oh, the U.S. Calvary. Which every time you remember, you always hear about like, "Ooh, here comes the Calvary." Yeah, we love the cavalry. They're so fun. Come here, cavalry. yoo-hoo! Right. Well, this is what. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you like every Saturday night? That's me. Cavalry. You, us, cavalry. You. You know what they did was really fucked up. What? They rode in with a white flag, so the Native Americans are like, "Oh, hey, here comes." Uh. Shut the fuck up. That's hella rude. <laughs> then they shot and killed them, like over three hundred. Them.
1: Over three hundred, was it families, children too? Oh yeah,
0: like everyone. They weren't Fuck. just like spare the children, everyone. And then there was the Sand Creek uh, massacre, where the Colorado militia. So they used to, remember the militias. This is why we can't have tell. militias because they just gotta go and do their own thing. More. Colorado militia murdered up to about one hundred and sixty Native Americans. Jesus Christ. Camp. Around the same time, and then what's also fucked up? It wasn't yeah. just uh, these, you know, militias and calvaries, mm. businesses. I think we don't understand how fucked up the labor labor movement was in this country. Mm. So. Anytime, like companies, like sometimes when companies were having like their laborers were like, we want you know, us, we want to go home. Yeah, you know, we don't want to work. All I'm the time. tired. I want to see my wife and kids. I'm 12 years old. I'm 12 years old. They <laughs> work 36 hours in one day, and that's not even possible. So that's so true. Anytime these 12 year old laborers, yes, or even six from 12, they're you know, age eight to 68. Jesus. Anytime they would get out of hand, um, the government. Uh, or a private company would kill the workers who want. They would like, so the gov. They would hire a private company, and so there was one uh, called the Battle it. of Blair Mountain, and this is jobs. So, but it's still called the Battle of Blair Mountain in West Virginia. A hundred striking coal miners were killed by a private army hired by their company.
1: So the boss was like, "Fuck
0: it, just kill them." <laughs> yes, they were bombed. Poison gas left over from World War One was used on them. What? Um, Yes, just like, it's so... Oh, wait, you said
1: leftover from World War One, so this is, like, in th- <laughs> the 20th century?
0: Jones, throw away from us. They left that out of the history book.
1: So that's so an insult, a, then, to say, to ignore all these other things that have
0: happened in the past, too. Very true, yeah, and these ones were done by the government. And, like, most of these shootings in general, they target poor and people of color. And a lot of times, like, you know, if you look at, like, all these politicians and stuff, most of them are so out of touch with the people who are grossly being affected by these, these you know, mass shootings or these mass things. Like, those, those you know, LGBT, you know brown and black folks in that nightclub. Right. They don't resemble all of those politicians who voted against doing anything re- most recently in the Senate. All right. those, like, 50 politicians who voted mm-hmm. against it. Mm-hmm. So then when we look at, you know, some people are talking about, like, oh, well, you know, we always talk about we don't want to politicize these things, you know. Um, well, let's pause, since it's Pride Month, let's pause and take a look at, you know, what's yeah. going on in our country when it comes to LGBT issues in this country. That's good. And a majority of states in the U.S., you can still be fired for being gay. That's... Still a thing. Fuck. So yes, we have gay marriage, but in a lot of states, you can still be fired for being gay if your boss is just like, I don't. Shit like is still you. fucked up, They're y'all. Like, I don't like you, gay or uh, you lesbo. That's such bullshit. Yeah, here. So they can that's fire such you. Such bullshit. And since gay marriage was passed, there has been more anti LGBTQ bills introduced this year than in any other year. See, this is why we can't
1: just say that everything is copacetic. No. Because obviously it is not. I mean, and people are
0: trying to, like, find retaliation over this absolutely. shit. And so the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, about 28% more, there's been 28 more workplace discrimination claims against LGBTQ people this year. And we'll talk about this later, but these, poll and, like, well, I don't want to yeah. spoil it. So okay, so that's just like a broad oh. overview. So clearly, there's still we'll put a you pin can't in that. Not say that again. Like this attack was completely deliberate, as we talked about last week. You can't. We can't disassociate the like, violence of guns away from the fact that this was a homophobic act that happened. Now let's right. Let's talk about guns. So a lot of guns in this country, apparently. Right. How do we how yeah. do we fare against other countries? So. Oh, my God. And the, mind you, <laughs> can't there's little data because the CDC does not... The NRA has blocked... And we'll talk about this later, but the NRA has blocked the CDC from doing any sort of uh, research on gun violence in America because the NRA is powerful. Oh, my God. But we'll come back to that. So between the year 2000 and 2014, in the U.S., there okay. has been... So we'll talk about how many mass shootings in public places between the year 2000 and 2014... In the U.S., there has been 133, which is, I think that works out to, like, almost Ooh. one, almost every other month or once a month. Um, in Germany... Jesus. In Germany, it comes in second place with six. <laughs> second place! So, and then Canada comes in, uh, in third place with three... Then Finland at two, Australia at two, Norway at one, Switzerland at one, England at one, and then France at one. And these are all the countries that, I think they said something that these are the countries who have been considered sort of, like, socially advanced or something. I forget the word that they use. They're on our same level. Somewhere. They're on our same level. Which that bothers me because most of these are all majorly, like, white folk countries. But, okay, fine. We'll go with it. But... All right. That's a whole so, other layer on top of that fucked up cake. Whole other <laughs> layer, yeah. And so if you adjust for population size, because the U.S., some people are like, the U.S. is a huge country. I was going to say even that. Given that mm-hmm. But even given that, mm-hmm. add up all of those countries, and they still don't even come close to us. Oh God. Right? Yeah. There's, like, it's still, like, 20. So even they, and that, if you add up all those countries, they have more population than us. So yeah. that's bullshit. Yeah. And then you... If you adjust for uh, population size, Finland is actually next with just two shootings over 14 years. Jeez. Um, before 2011, we were averaging about six months apart. So almost every 200 days, there was going to be a shooting. But since that, and that's just since 2011, it's escalated. It's now almost every two months. So we go about 64 days. Jesus. Before, in between the shooting. And 92 people are killed by guns about every, on average, every day about 92 uh, gun deaths. About 92? A day. So 92 people died today. While you're listening to this podcast, 92 people were shot by a gun. That's fucked up. Yeah, and about 30, about 30 of those are homicides and about one and a half since it's on average are probably going to be mass shootings, about one and a half of those. Mm. And... Um, about fifty eight of those are suicides a day Ugh, god and the the rest the rest add up to being about accidental shootings police actions um and undetermined incidents so the u s has the highest suicide rate also of suicides amongst the top ten countries ranked on the uh by the u n for highest on human development oh that's what it is the highest of human development so that's
1: that's what, what this list is. well human development is that's a tricky, that's
0: tricky wording. That is, isn't that weird? That's a weird phrasing. Yeah. So what do you mean by human development? Right. What are you saying? Isn't, like, yeah, that's. Some other country's not developed. So this is weird, UN. Yeah, so, but we'll put okay. that,
1: we'll put that aside in
0: the weird box. I can only, there's only so much we that's can talk, only, tackle. We'll just, and like you know.
1: listeners, take note of wording of things. That's all I want to point out. Yeah.
0: But, well, I, well, just read in, the, just the facts. Just read in what they said. And when it comes to suicide, so we have the highest rate of suicide amongst all these different countries, right? Mm-hmm. And usually people who attempt suicide and don't succeed, mm-hmm. they actually don't try again. Most cases they don't. Mm. But when you use a gun, it eliminates that opportunity to be able to do so. And most of the time when people, the, statistically most people who do commit suicide have done it in like a moment of panic and crisis. Mm-hmm. So they're just in this like overwhelming, overwhelming moment, mm-hmm. right? They just can't ever take back. Most victims of gun suicide are actually mostly white men. Mm. And actually, it's interesting because the rate of gun suicide has been increasing in the U.S., but actually the rates of homicide have actually been decreasing. So we're having, actually having lower crime rates in the U.S. since the 90s. Oh, wow. Right. But, and, and homicide victims tend to be mostly young black men. Mm. The Netherlands is the high, has the highest... And so sometimes people think, like, oh, well, there's all these, like, gun deaths because of crime. Actually, the Netherlands has the highest rate of burglary out of all those uh, countries between the U.S., Germany, Switzerland, Canada, New Zealand, Australia, Ireland, Norway, and Denmark. They have a higher rate of burglary than we do? The U.S. is uh, sixth place. We're actually, when it comes to burglary, we're only sixth place, yeah. Assault, Germany has actually the highest rate of assault, and then the Netherlands, and then the U.S. is seven out of ten.
2: So we don't actually we don't
0: actually have more crime it's just that the crime in the US is like it's more lethal because we just are shooting each other right right Fascinating And so between the year 2000 and 2013 when we talk about gun deaths in the US uh, more mm-hmm. Americans have been killed in that time period by gun deaths than Americans killed by AIDS, illegal drug overdoses, Oof. the wars in Iraq Oof. and ga- uh, uh, the wars in Iraq, Afghanistan and terrorism all combined. Dang. So then when we talk about gun registration, in that most countries require, like the Netherlands, Switzerland, Canada, Norway, Germany, New Zealand, Ireland, Australia and Denmark, all require um, you have to get a license and you have to get registered mm-hmm. you have to be, register your gun and give a reason for your purchase. Yeah. And I literally just heard a gunshot as we were just recording.
1: I heard that, or was it a firecracker or, an, or, or a gunshot? I don't know, and in this country, you just don't know, but I'm gonna push on. I know, that's, that's, like, the sad thing about where I live is, like, especially around this time, you never know Ugh. what it
0: is, and that sucks. And that's just where we have to, like, always be thinking of, again, when I don't think about this shit when I'm in Europe, so you have to give a reason for per- purchase, um, you also have to have safety training, except in the Netherlands and Switzerland and, and Denmark, you don't have to have safety training. But at least they're making it so you have to have a license registration. Like a car. Okay. Like, it sounds... Makes sense. License or registration, please. Have a reason for the purchase. Uh, hello, And in all of this countries, I just got married. And all- we needed, like, hello license and shit. No, I mean, it's easier to get a gun than it is to get married. Um, you also have to have safe storage. But only in the U.S., because we're protected by the right to bear arms, which, again, I was confused on what that meant. And they really, you know be more clear only in the u.s you don't have have any of that shit it's just like hey you can have a gun
1: and it was also about muskets
0: exactly (laughs) true again like i saw this video of if (laughs) like uh the second when the second amendment was written it was people had to like you can't mass shoot people with a musket you got to reload time to think people have time to run and protect themselves and punch you because i have a right to defend myself (laughs) if you're coming at me with a musket fine game on I did something I'm gonna protect myself or I'm gonna run away I deserve that I do not you know right like I deserve that yeah so they estimate there are probably about 300 million guns in the US <laughs> and so that's a lot how many people what's our population do you know I think that's like two guns per person I don't know I think like everybody gets a gun Jesus so, and statistically, obviously, the more guns in a country, the more gun deaths there are. Um, and there's more <laughs> more guns owned in a state, the more gun deaths there are. Except in Iowa, they have um, a lot of guns, but they don't have a high rate of death. So, good job not killing each other, Iowa. You're doing a good job. Um, How
1: do they manage that?
0: They just don't shoot each other. They're actually maybe just hunting. <laughs> I love it. How do they manage to not <laughs> shoot each other? <laughs> they're just using... They're gunning responsibly. I'm just... I mean, it's a sad question, but... I know. You know. So then, where's all this coming from? Like, what is the problem? What is the problem? What is the problem? What is the problem? I have three letters for you. Yes, tell me. N-R-A. The NRA is so powerful. They've been funding all of these politicians and stopping any bill uh, that would ever bring up anything about gun control. And all of these... So little facts about the NRA and their fundraising and what they've been doing. So... NRA is determined to defeat essentially any bill that would restrict restrict gun ownership in any way because they feel like even if it's like restricting certain people on a list they feel like it's a slippery slope till we start introducing other things. So this is including the assault on weapons, on like uh, assault weapons, right? Which Which, nobody needs. Nobody needs needs that that shit. And they've actually, Congress has been proposing these bills since 2004. They've defended that the AR-15 is, this is like, the AR-15 has been used in several of the mass shootings most recently. They say that it's necessary for civilian defense and for hunting. Against who? A zombie? (laughs) And hunting what? Like 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 a monster, Godzilla. That's the only... (laughs) Listen, if you can't, if you need a an AR-15 to go hunting, you're not good at hunting. So go fuck off. Or and go don't find some hunt males. that
1: animal. Because <laughs> clearly, well, because
0: clearly, you need a million bullets to try to get it. You're not good. Go back to go knit or something. Let that animal live its life, right? So the NRA stopped a bill that would prohibit anybody on the FBI's no-fly list, which the Orlando shooter was on, and that would have prevented possibly from him getting this, you know, these guns. More than 2,000 people on this list have purchased guns. So there are people who the FBI is like, these people are dangerous, and they're allowed to get guns in this country. So they have- if you can't fly on an airplane, what the fuck? Because the Constitution does not say that I can't... It says, it says nothing about my flying rights... So, if the Constitution said the right to fly, then that would be something else.
1: When the Constitution was written, there was no such thing as a car. Exactly.
0: There was no such thing as a lot of things, which is why we need to revisit this old-ass document. It is not, like... We were still slaves
1: when the Constitution was written.
0: We had to make amendments to adjust for this, because times, they change. The Second Amendment is no different. The fact that we're still having this conversation... But the NRA is very powerful. So Mitch McConnell, Republican douchebag Mitch McConnell, he's received millions of dollars from the NRA for years. And 90% of NRA endorsed candidates win their elections. So if you've got the NRA in your pocket, you're going to win. They've shelled out more than like $28 million. And this is the saddest one. In Arizona, it was really sad. Uh, Gabby Gifford, the politician, she was shot at like a rally in the head, right? Killed her, by in her face. Killed by a gun in her face, and the NRA-backed uh, Representative Martha McSally, who opposed gun control, con- control, and she's a huge proponent of like, yay guns. So it's so sad that this mm-hmm. woman was killed by a gun, and the NRA made sure she wasn't killed. She's still alive. Oh, Gabby Giffords still alive? Yeah, and she's like still in politics. Oh, okay. Well, anyways, it's still fucked up. That's <laughs> the woman it's who took over up. her yeah. office. <laughs> It's like, yeah, guns. But she's port- still alive. Gabby Gifford's alive. You heard it first. So, wow, that's three, three myths I have been debunked about. Big pun. Uh <laughs> crushes a lot. Uh, Gabby Gifford's alive. And the right to bear arms is not what I thought it was. For it's a, a whole gamut. Nice. It's a gamut <laughs>
1: of information. I, I'm learn-
0: See? Learn, laugh, and play. Like, I am getting learn, laughed, and played the fuck out today. And me, too. Oh, here's the craziest thing that the NRA does. Hundreds of millions of dollars. Uh, they have a tax-exempt foundation. So they have all this money that goes to... Uh, it's trained over $28 million Children with its gun safety program. So it's literally like a rally for children, and they have like a cute, adorable like what? mascot who's like an eagle, and he's got like a Stop gun. It. And it's literally like kid camp with guns. Stop I'm not it kidding. right so These kids are essentially brainwashed into like, "Yay, my gun! Don't you take my gun I away?" Handle. And there's this. pictures of like these eight year olds training mm-hmm. with these giant machine guns.
1: No. Yeah. Oh my God, this is just like everybody. I want you to listen to what James is saying right now because he's bringing up a huge, big problem that we have right now with our political system. Lobbyists. Yeah. Like, everything that you're explaining applies to oil lobbyists, Mm -hmm. which is a reason why we can't get electric cars and shit off the ground because they're constantly striving for that, sugar companies, which is why we're still polluting our own bodies, it's all of these big wig assholes trying to save enough money and protect themselves and they're ruining the rest of the country.
0: So we need to take our country back. And this is what Jesse Williams was talking about in his speech. We need to take our country back from these, you know, folks. Oh, funny, fun, fun fact. Uh, Ronald Reagan banned the open carry in California. Um, oh. Because he was like, but you know why? Because of the Black Panther. Because the Black Panthers realized that it applied to them. So he was like uh oh nope maybe this is what we need to do it, maybe all of us black people need to go grab
1: a bunch of guns and then we will finally
0: ban that they shit they will shut <laughs> they will ban it you're right black folks get guns and then we, they won't you're absolutely right Okay, we're going to a gun show. Oh, but you know what? But, but remember, Ronald Reagan was then shot, but then who was he shot by? Who? A crazy white dude. Mm. A crazy white dude. So he was like, Ooh. don't you have guns, black people? And then he got shot by a white dude. So there's that. And so, that- you know, and if we're going to, and like, so I just also want to put a kibosh on profile. Like, you know, some of the news media outlets are talking about, you know, there's just so much like xenophobia that's happening about profiling certain groups of people. Yeah. Statistically, you were seven times more likely to be, be killed by a white wing Extremists in one of these mass shootings. Mm. Does that mean we need to start profiling specifically white Christian men? And in the news, they're very quick to tell you if it was a Muslim man or if it was like someone from who Vietnamese descent, right? But if it was just a white dude, they're not necessarily like, oh, they were a Christian. Da 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 da. No, they put up a pretty
1: picture of him looking all innocent and saying that he has like
0: other issues that must have caused it. Yeah, they'll blame on everything else. So if you're interested in changing all of this stuff, like this bullshit, and taking our country back from the NRA, contact your senator. Go to www.senate.gov slash senators slash contact. And I think we just need to be relentless about this. I brought this up on, again on the, this podcast because for me, this is my, my one of my main issues. I feel unsafe and terrified in my own country and it's these fucking guns. And this is the history of it. It's been around for a long time. Like Ineke said, you know... the. The Constitution was written a long time ago. Like the reason why I'm able to fly on an air like they can ban my rights to fly on an airplane because it wasn't in the Constitution because right. that didn't exist. It's time for us to go back and relook like, you know, no one thought the the NR the the AR15 was going to exist when the Constitution was written. Exactly. They were like, they were like muskets, this is as good as it gets. I feel like we
1: should do like every 10 years, the Constitution needs to be reexamined and yeah. re-upped because um, hello? Nobody likes... If I had an iPhone 1, I would get laughed <laughs> out of the building.
0: True. We need to do a system-wide update of our yes. Constitution. Like, the update... Like, it, it's been needing an update for a the while. The
1: Constitution needs a new OS. Like, it is stalling.
0: It, is, it keeps crashing. It just doesn't work. We so got that we rainbow pinwheel just spinning. Spinning. <laughs> spinning and hard. shooting bullets and killing everybody. Oh, so we scary. need to stop it. All right, Anike, I know there's a lot of info, but I had to lay it down. Well, where are we headed to next, Anake?
1: We are going to the Comic Book
0: Corner, and it is going I can't to wait. be amazing. I'm getting my but- nerd glasses on, my nerd underwear on, my nerd cream. Yes. Do, 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 do. A neck is fun comic book corner. Who's in? Who's out? Sort of fun. <laughs> oh. Sort of fun. So, okay.
1: As a lot of our longtime listeners, and maybe not our newer listeners know, me and James are, um... Nerds. <laughs> yes. Wait, was, was there a
0: sexier way you were going to try to put that? Dude. I was going to, you know, give a give a nice little euthanism, something. Some zhuzh. Yeah. yeah, no, I call it. I call it like I seize it. I know you call Nerd it like it is. Alert! We are a, just a couple of black nerds. Get me in my locker.
1: Get me my comic books. And <laughs> yes. we love it. And yeah. there's no shame in the game because
0: I'm about that life. Um, yeah. So I can't with <laughs> you. <laughs> and you just crush a lot, and you fuck a lot. It's true. Not really, but all right. So, um. <laughs>
1: So one thing that i like to point out is, because we both like comics, I watch a lot of comic movies, I used to read a lot of comic books, not so much anymore, but I always like to keep abreast of what's going on in the world, and there's, um, it's usually an interesting breeding ground for diversity. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it isn't there, sometimes it is there, but I always like to point out when the conversation comes through, um, graphic novels and comics. Yeah. So I'm gonna... Bring up a couple of different stories. So maybe we can discuss and get excited about what's coming up. I'm already excited. So the first one. Okay. It it is a comic book that is going to premiere in September. It is created by um, Kwanzaa Oseyefo. I totally butchered his name. That's what we do best. Tim Smith, Jamal Engel... And Carrie Randolph.
0: And it it is called Black. With with a Q. No. Just oh, black. Okay. Okay. I wasn't sure if it was like, you know, like like the like the singing girl group. Black with a Q U E. But this is I wish, but but no. Okay. So, All right. Just black. Okay. Fair. And I here mean.
1: and the reason why it caught my attention, I'm really excited about it is the premise of this comic book is what if people got superpowers, but it was only african-americans
0: ah i'm into it (laughs) wait i'm sorry but that's actually technically how the real world is but anyways remember jesse williams said we're all magical
1: yep but we're human that's true so um i want everybody to check it out there's a preview of the first five pages on um io9 which is a part of the gawker network
0: i read it a lot a lot of good nerd good nerd goodies are in there they would kill the shit out of us it would be like x-men but everyone's black and it'd just be more violent and that's a ooh. i mean that's kind
1: of the interesting thing because the front cover is um a shadow of a black kid in a hoodie with a gun pointed at him
0: yeah because and- well when people fear things they just try to destroy it
1: Mm-hmm. And now I want all of you guys to go and check it out yourselves. It's um, on io9, and I'll put up the link on our website. But um, it starts off basically with a cop getting interrogated about what happened, what she saw. And it, then there's a flashback, and it shows three young um, black teenagers, and they're walking down the street. I'm a little—I don't know about how they do their language, which is kind of annoying—
0: like they got- is it cheesy? Is it like egg yo, dude? Let's go get an egg waffle. Yes,
1: like these motherfuckers gonna kill us and f- motherfuckers with a Z in it. So I'm kind of like. Mm. But I'll, I'll take
0: that. Okay, that's how I say motherfuckers. That's how I say it. Because you say it. motherfuckers all the time. I say it all the time. I'm like, hey, motherfuckers. <laughs> Ooh, look at you, motherfuckers. <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> um, all the time. Even at work when I'm doing presentations. All the time, I just, motherfuckers. I want that to be, be my
1: ringtone. Hey, motherfuckers. Motherfuckers.
0: When I'm doing a scene, even if it's not called for, it, and let's say I'm doing Pride and Prejudice, yeah. I still use it because I have to be true to myself. And that's I my job as an it. actor, is to be truthful. I so, appreciate it. I support it. I'm like, hello, Mary. Would you like some more jam, motherfuckers? <laughs> it's
1: the best. I support it. So these kids get shot by police. Oh, no. And it's it's graphic. And then the next scene is one of the teenagers popping up awake in a hospital room and that is how it ends so it's gonna hit the shelf september check it out black damn that's what it's called that sounds great i know it sounds like it's gonna be pretty cool yeah so i'm excited about that so what i'm gonna be doing is going back and forth so that's a little good that's a little taste of excitement and now we're gonna go into a little like what's going on
0: (laughs) (laughs) a little side eye a little side eye. Not even so, a side eye. It's like a side head, too. Because you're like. Yeah,
1: it's like a head cock, like, mm. I'm not sure. I don't, mm. mm this is weird. Mm. Okay. Like that emoji that's pondering with, its, with his hand up. Everybody got real excited about the new Spider-Man showing up in Avengers, right? Mm -hmm. And his name is Tom Holland. He's British, just like the last Spider-Man. What the the fuck was his name again? What was that guy?
0: Andrew Garfield, who was the best Spider-Man, but he was also 29 playing a... 16 year old which and he looked like it too i'm sorry i <laughs> but that, and that's why he was able to give it such emotional depth depth because he was like i've lived through shit so it all came <laughs> off i was like wow this peter parker is crying a lot okay so tom holland has been cast as peter parker and people
1: were kind of bummed because currently spider-man is miles morales who is a black latino Who's black team. latino Mm-hmm. And back when um, Andrew Garfield was about to take on the role in 2012, there was a campaign to get Donald Glover to play Miles.
0: Miles Morales,
1: right? And that yeah. didn't work out, obviously, because Andrew Garfield got the role, and now Tom Holland has the role. And the new movie mm-hmm. coming up, um, people are a little excited, though, because Donald Glover is in talks to be in the movie. Hopefully not as Miles Morales, though, because he's a little old now. I was going to say, I'm kind of side-eyeing that <laughs> because he's, like, my age. And I'm he should, nowhere yeah.
0: near a high school student. Very true. <laughs> I mean, you're you're a stone's throw. But, uh, I'm young, I but I am not a teenager not young. High, not at all. Even I've, you know... Hung up my back, my high school backpack and my trapper keeper. In terms of my acting tools that I have with the auditions, I'm like probably not getting the high school role anymore. But by you know Lisa Frank trapper keeper. True, but both of us could be
1: very strong college students. I feel like we can pass for that. Oh, I'm gonna college
0: the fuck out of a role. Absolutely. (laughs) Oh, did you? Do you know that Andrew Garfield, in his defense, he did mm-hmm. try to push for Spider-Man to be gay in the movies. Or not gay, but at least bisexual. Ooh, I like that. Because and you know for what? him, Spider- Spider-Man's always an outcast and like, he was like, you know, like, bisexual people are outcasts and he thought it was like the next sort of level to take it to. I'm,
1: in, I'm into any actor that's trying to add a new depth to a character and none of this, would, and I'm going to bring up another actor later on, there's no shade to the actors. Actors are just doing their job, they're just trying to get through, they're doing their thing. It's all towards the casting, the writers, the directors, I'm side-eyeing all of y'all. So, um, I don't know what Donald Glover's going to be cast as in this movie that's coming up, but mm-hmm. it's just kind of interesting that the current spider-man movie that's coming out in 2018 i believe Mm -hmm. is going to be following a similar line of the miles morales storyline but they're still sticking with peter parker oh so put a pin in that we'll 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 return back to this spider-man homecoming movie that's coming out okay? okay all right and by the way donald glover he bums me out because his music he's just like so sad and he can be like such a funny guy
0: but he's got that sadness inside. I was—I in, lived next to his dad back in San Francisco. You did? Danny Glover. I would see him in the grocery store.
1: That's not his dad.
0: Wait. Wh- They're not related. Wait, what? They're not. <laughs> You're a liar. I can't handle this. This episode is going to be called They're James not Gets Told related. Santa Claus Doesn't Exist. Because that's all you've <laughs> been doing to me this entire episode. Wait, the guy from Lethal Weapon. That is totally his dad. Not since when? Related. Since when? Not related. <laughs> Who told me that and I believed it as much as I know the sky is Two blue. Separate separate black I families. All the other ones I could handle. <laughs> but this one, Ineke, this hurts. This cuts deep. I can't handle this. They're the same... I can't believe... Did you actually think Danny Glover was Donald Glover's dad? I swear that the... It's common knowledge. It's on Wikipedia or something. No! (laughs) I can't swallow this pill. Anyways, I live next to his dad, because I will not believe this one. I will take this to my cult of Glovers, and I'm going to put everybody in a bunker and make them know that this is true.
1: Maybe they're cousins. No, it's his dad. Maybe... I'm looking Don't, it up No, right just keep going. Now. I want to live
0: in ignorance. It's better this way. Don't. Okay, Don't confirm right, it. It's right. better this way. Let me have this. You're taking so much away from me in this episode. Let me have this.
1: All right. All right. I will give it to you, even
0: though <laughs> oh,
1: his dad's name is Donald Glover. Stop Senior. it. It right. doesn't matter. Okay, sorry. Okay,
0: That's his nickname. Okay, his nickname. so a positive
1: one. <laughs> Danny's a nickname for Donald. Uh, everybody knows this-
0: that. It's like, you know, Duh. Bob and Joseph. Bob and Joseph. Don't take this away from me. I I need this. So the next one.
1: This one was really sweet. So comic book author Edgardo Miranda Rodriguez, he um, created the Puerto Rican superhero La Borqueña. And he used La Borqueña's image to support, to like show support for um, the Pulse Massacre. Oh. And mostly because most of the victims were... Um, Latino. Right. He, be- he drew this beautiful, beautiful picture of a who is... Um, she's just a rainbow, kind of like... So her cape is the Puerto, 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 Rican, Puerto, Rican, Puerto Rican flag. Ooh. And it turns into a beautiful, like, rainbow behind her. Yeah. And there's this giant sunburst, and it says, Unidos con Orlando, La Buqueña. And she's, like, levitating. And the best part about it is I feel like that it's representing everybody because she's Puerto Rican, and um, he said himself that half of the victims were Puerto Rican. Oh,
0: Because right. it was um, Puerto Rican. It was, like, the Puerto Rican day. Mm. It was Latin night, right? Well, but it wasn't just Latin night, but it was, like, in celebration of... It was, like, the Puerto... Because the Puerto Rican Day Parade was that weekend, like, here in oh, New right. York, I believe. And that, that mother who was there who told her son to get right. down... She usually celebrates in New York, but she, yeah, but she went with her son down to that club in Orlando.
1: Ah, uh, fascinating. Oh, man. So... Also, La Burquena is Afro-Latina, which I think is also important to expose that as well, because there's been a whole lot of talk, especially I read a thing about Zoe Z- Saldana and a, lot of the, a couple of the women that are in Orange is the New Black, how people are constantly questioning them about how they can identify with being both black and Latina. Mm. And, and Duh! I- You could be both, like, come
0: on. Yeah, and I've read something recently, maybe we'll talk about it next week, but the difficulty that a lot of Afro-Latinos have in terms of, like, Mm. almost feeling like they don't belong to any specific culture, um, and that there's a Mm. lot of, like, black folks down in Latin America. I mean, there was a lot of slavery that happened there, too, and so there's a lot of, like, you know, mixed heritages and, and, and stuff. And some are very conflicted where they actually don't, it's weird, because some don't identify... I can't speak for all of them. I'll, have to, I'll do more research about this, but I saw this little mini-documentary where some actually mm-hmm. even just say that, like, it's so messed up, and just how everything is so, you know, cultural, or some, you know, some are, you know, skin-bleaching, and some actually just identify as white, even though they're Afro-Latino, and some don't feel like they, they belong to either group or, or one part of the group, so it's just it's so messed up, and so I love that you're talking about Afro-Latina specifically because it is a whole other different group and community
1: Exactly, so that's why it was like super important that um, that the artist pointed out as well that La Proconia is Afro-Latina and um, supporting all of these various groups in this beautiful image, I thought that was really cool, and that's on Color Lines, um, this really good blog that I Love to, and I'll post the link, too, so people can check it out. Yes, please. All right, ready for another head tilt? What's going on? What yes. you doing?
0: Yeah. All right, what you doing?
1: What you doing, Spider-Man Homecoming? What
0: oh, we're are back you to it. doing? Oh, we're, it's getting the two side head nods. We're back. <laughs> Is this the sequel or the same one? Same Homecoming? Same okay. Homecoming. And we're coming home to side eye. Okay, so remember how we talked about that...
1: Um, The storyline is going to mirror Miles Morales, but actually have Peter Parker as the star? Yes. So, in the Miles Morales um, comic book line, he has an Asian friend named Genki Lee. Yes. Um, They
0: casted Genki Lee, Uh. and he ain't Asian. Is he white? Yes. No. How is that possible? They couldn't even at least give him like a black best friend. I can't have it. I can't handle it. They, right? they did cast a young black actor. And so I thought you were going to say that he was black. I don't know what role he plays, but there is a young black actor who in my mind, I was thinking maybe he'll be Miles Morales later. Like they cast white Peter, white Peter Parker has a white best friend. Like we can't get nothing. We can't yes. even get the sidekick yes. roles anymore. What the fuck?
1: Like what? I don't know what's going on. Like people are real confused because one, that's an Asian <laughs> role
0: that got lost. That
1: not only are they erasing Miles Morales, two, they are using the same line storyline that he has, and three, they totally whitewashed his best friend.
0: <laughs> I can't handle this. Um once but you know, it's so surprising that they did this because after the huge backlash that happened with uh what's that movie? With the the prophet? No. What's the one with the magician? Harry Potter. No. Oh yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, yes, not the Sorcerer's Stone. Anyways. Um <laughs> <laughs> prophet but the backlash that happened with tilda swinton and you know he's got his also uh spo- like apparently his like sidekick manservant is actually not going to be a sidekick manservant but a powerful sorcerer himself
1: oh good okay i le- at least that but we'll I like see that, that that's
0: here's that could be hearsay i don't know that could be scuttlebutt i don't know that's true Just i'll this- believe it when i sees it And, like, I do think one day they will do the Miles Morales storyline. And by one day, I mean eight years from now. After they've drained the shit out of Peter Parker. Like, I think this guy, this kid, he's gonna be the new Peter Parker, and they'll eventually kill him off. Like, he actually, spoiler alert. Does die in the other, um. but Miles Morales was so popular. He's the, one of the only characters that survived from the Ultimate Universe, and they brought him to the main Marvel Universe. People That's popular love Miles, Miles Morales, and it is a missed opportunity because we've had so many Peter Parkers, that right? it's like we don't we don't need another one. And in fact, like if you're going to integrate him into the Marvel Universe, holy shit balls, why not? Miles Morales hasn't been touched. It was such a missed opportunity. Exactly. I mean, Tom Holland did a really good
1: job. I will give He's it great. to him. He was Dorble he was cute. really amazing. But I mean, come on. I'm really sick of all of this like whitewashing casting. Like, if you're going to do a Peter Parker storyline, don't use a Miles Morales storyline. Yeah. Right.
0: And it's, it it was it's a missed opportunity in the year 2016. So it totally right. is. I, I got your side neck, and I'm doing it too, and my neck hurts. It's a lot of side neck, isn't it? It's like, mm. so
1: also just to put on top of this, this is like a little tagline at the end of the story. Um, Apparently they want to cast Leonardo DiCaprio as Rumi and Robert De Niro as Shams of Tabrizi, Rumi's spiritual instructor. These guys are Middle Eastern,
0: y'all. And Leonardo
1: Mm. (laughs) DiCaprio, he doesn't even look Mediterranean. I'm sorry. No, and
0: people are are begging him to not. And I have faith in Mr. DiCaprio, or Leo, as I call him when we're hanging out. Oh, okay. First name basis. Me and Elle. um, I'm (laughs) talking to him right now, and I'm saying, listen, Elle. Listen, this is not the yes. project for you. I've got some other ideas. This is not. There's so many other white men in the world for him to play. Ugh, the list goes on. I mean, there's that guy across the street. There's uh, <laughs> that George, and which there's many a George for him to play. George Washington. Don't play George Carver. Okay, because he's black. So don't no. do it. I'll have he was to, black I'll with, his to his peanuts. with his peanuts, which I'm allergic Him to, but peanuts. I'm not going to hate you for it. Cause you did
1: it. So the last one, you ready for the last one? I'm ready. And this one, I'm, I'm a little, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful, but I'm also conflicted. Okay. And this one, I have a hard time talking on because I am a straight cis woman. In Sis CIS. C-I-S <laughs> I'm means... always like, hey,
0: Sis, because you my sister no. or my sister.
1: <laughs> so, there is a new um, comic book series coming out called Alters. And it's from Aftershock Comics. And it's coming in September. And it's going to introduce a new superhero called Chalice Ooh. or Chalice. Ooh. Chalice or Chalice, depending on what part of the country you're from. <laughs> so, <laughs> fair
0: enough. Whatever your <laughs> accent is. Yeah. Chalice Chalice. Yeah. I'll just say I'm going to say Shalice
1: because it sounds cool. I do, yes. So, Shalice is a new superhero who can manipulate gravity so that she can fly. Mm. Shalice is also known as Charlie Young, a male college student who, unbeknownst to his family, is beginning to transition to female. Mm. Um... Unlike most superheroes who have to maintain one secret identity, Shalise has
0: two. So that's interesting. <gasps> oh my to god, me. that's complicated. Like, Damn, Shalise. It's it's cool
1: right? Transgendered superhero. Yeah. That's that's fucking tight. So here's the thing that gives me pause. Um so this is um alters is written by um this guy named Paul Jenkins uh-huh. who also did the Origins comics which detail the early days of Wolverine. So this is the first comic book featuring a transgendered superhero by a um, prominent, mainstream yeah. comic book artist, That's writer. That's awesome. Right? Yeah. So, okay, so this is where I start to get a little, like, huh, right? So, Alters, which is the name of the comic book, mm-hmm. this comic terms for people who have some kind of empowering anomaly. So, it's going to explore characters who have special abilities and physical, chemical, or mental challenges. One story will focus on an unattractive heroine. Um, And like the tagline the author says will be, the TMZ report would be, ugly chick saves the world, he says. Another will focus on a shapeshifter who becomes quadriplegic and faces a choice. Remain that way or live and live or opt for a final change that will grant mobility but prove fatal after a month. So it's interesting to
0: me, but wait, hold on. What's the storyline about like ugly girl saves the day? Why does that matter that she's right? not attractive? <laughs> right. So you're telling like, me I guess weird. it does make sense. I guess all the um all the women in comic books, they're all beautiful. So um, yeah, so they're all, like supermodels. But like
1: I why, don't is know. why is that her power?
0: Di- why is that her dilemma? Like, God, she's so powerful, if only she wasn't so ugly. Is that her challenge? Right.
1: <laughs> and then the, the like lumping in all of these different things that are happening. Like, I don't even want to, I feel like no matter how I classify it's going to be insulting. So
0: here's the thing. I, um, I'm going to help. I- here's my, here's my, here's my forethought. I think, can I, can I? Okay. All right. So here's my thing. Please. They're not going to get it right. Because this guy is—he's okay. a cisgender <laughs> man, right? He's not gonna get it right. Because
1: we know nev- he has a—he was raised by a gay single mom, and he's using that as his his like,
0: oh, this is how why I'm so open an, about. And it. I say I appreciate that he's taking his—I'm assuming he's white male cisgender privilege, and he's yeah, trying he's to do something different. So I'm gonna applaud him for that. He's making an effort. Right. He's not gonna get it right, but that's the only way that we're gonna get the right story out there is by having a lot of like, look at Will and grace that show could not exist today right it, it just quinn it right but it, it right. got a lot of things wrong but at least put that initial visibility out there so we can then start saying okay all right and be, people were appreciative of it at the time that's a good point i think it's gonna it's a stepping stone it's gotta be a work in progress it's it's okay he's good. trying his best and I think his heart and his intentions in the right place and right. i say good luck with him because he's tackling a really really challenging the new issue that we're still all kind of figuring out on our own
1: right like his whole thing and i totally agree that's why i'm excited because something like this is being brought into the mainstream which i really i love that and his whole thing is like if we um his name is paul jenkins and he's like if we ever get to a point where issues such as race sexuality and gender identity are a non-issue we will have arrived but then why is he like lumping like Ooh, quadriplegic, transgendered, and an ugly lady. Like, come on. You, like, <laughs> Maybe there's what? more.
0: Maybe there's more. I'm sure there'll be another person who's got something else going on. Like, someone's missing an eye. I don't know. A blind. What? My blind oh my Asian God. lesbian woman. I'm looking for that. Where's that storyline? Just make
1: up. Like, it's don't.
0: It, it seems sensational to me. I guess. Well, I think that what he's going for is like these are people who have it really rough in life, but they're also heroes. And so I think I like that. I think that's what he's going for. Like, because listen, we've been seeing X-Men for 60 years. It's not enough. Oh, you have special powers. Uh-uh. You gotta have something else going on with you. You <laughs> are missing an arm, and you're in a wheelchair, and you're a black transgender lesbian. I just hate yeah. how ugly is in there, too. Like, yeah. fuck you, dude. That's what I'm saying. Like, But here's the thing. He's trying to, like, diversify, because they can't all have, like... He's not trying to do like, you know, the uh, oppression Olympics of superheroes, but he's saying everyone's... that's what it sounds like a little bit. <laughs> but that's why he's throwing ugly girl in there because he's like, listen, we've all got problems. But so some... <laughs> I try to tell You're trying so hard, which is I appreciate it. It's a he's no trying like his ever. best. I just appreciate if he's trying. I think he's gonna have some more surprises in there for us. There's gonna be the guy Good. who's always late so okay he's got it you know that's not easy and he tries everything he sets his alarm and he just can't make it there on time he just
1: can't do it
0: but he's a really good chef and that like it balances out like you know yeah you can make you can make food out of anything that's his gift so you know we all got things and we've all just trying to make it in this world we're all just trying to listen we're all just trying to fuck a lot we're all just trying to big pun it it's true
1: Oh, Paul Jenkins, I'm keeping an eye on you. Please. <laughs> My,
0: your head is not fully tilted, but it's prepped and it's ready.
1: Yeah, it's like a I'm 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 hoping for the
0: best. We're hoping for you. We're pulling for you. And come on the podcast sure? and talk talk to us about what your plans were because Aneke is her neck is ready. I can see it. Her eyes I'm, are ready. Oof. It's going to the side. I don't side. know if I can handle I need to just read his,
1: I need to read this before he comes on. True. I'm going to read the the comic book then we'll talk about it because I'm sure there'll be something really <laughs> awesome to talk about. True.:
0: Yeah, I'm into it.: So that, that's your um, that's Com- my comic roundup for comic book Roundup. Thank for the you. Evening. Today, okay? That was great.: yeah, Thank you welcome. so much. Awesome. Well. Yay. All right. well, let's move it along, little girlie. And I don't mean, okay. like, little as in, like, you're... I just mean, like, you're cute and awesome. I don't even know what to say anymore. I'm into it.
1: I trust okay. you. You're not, you know, riding about an ugly chick saving the world or... Hey, ugly chicks... With...
0: Ugly chicks save the world, too. He's just trying to say... It's true. Not all superheroes are pretty.
1: Beauty is in the eye of the beholder.
0: Says <laughs> an ugly girl. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Let's move it on. Okay.
1: It's the end of the road. The end of the road. Can I just read
0: one? I just want to read one victim of Orlando, because I said I was going to do this, and I want to, this is my pledge, until we acknowledge all of them. Let's do
1: it. I love it.
0: So this is our episode, we're going to dedicate this episode to Orlando victims, or every episode until we acknowledge all of them. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So- This episode was uh, dedicated to Stanley Almodavar the third. He was 23 from Claremont, Mm. Florida. He worked as a pharmacy technician, according to his Facebook profile. And his friend, Hez Ramirez, said, he made me feel like it was perfectly fine being who I was. Mm. Um, And he said, and one of his other friends said, you would know when Stanley entered a room, he can turn my mood by a conversation. So this goes up to you. You've not been forgotten. And, no you know sending love out to your your family and and we are we are working to change this all these these things in this country
1: and we're bringing power to your name and your voice
0: yeah all right good episode lady that was that was good we did it yeah I mean, not to toot our own horn. We got another one in the can. And this is my last one in New York, so I'll be recording next week from Amsterdam, and then in three short weeks after that, I'll Ooh. be looking at your face, and I can poke you and touch you face to face. Oh my god, we're gonna be close to each other. But I hope for the summer we have new, some new field trips to go on, I hope we go to a, I want to go to a gun show, I want to go to uh <laughs> a rodeo. We
1: need to go to, we got a lot of, we need to go to a gun show. We need to go to a wedding.
0: Yeah, someone's wedding. A wedding festival. A
1: wedding festival. We need to go to the Renaissance Fair. Oh
0: yeah, we've got a list of things. So this is what's coming at you. Our summer spectacular is beginning in just a few weeks. So good. Yeah.
1: So thanks for listening. All the new listeners share, spread the news. We're here. We're black and queer. Get used to it. Mm-hmm. Support us. We're on Twitter. We're getting a lot of amazing Twitter tweets. You guys are, like, making us so happy. I feel so happy and excited to be sharing this podcast with all of our new and Trusted continuing listeners who have been there from the start. Woo-hoo.
0: Yeah, thanks, y'all. This has been great. So we've got some great stuff coming out. Yeah, like Cleopatra coming up soon.
1: Yay! Tweet us, Minority Corner with a K. Yay. All right. Um, Facebook, Minority Corner. Look us up. I'm on Twitter.
0: Mm-hmm. We're there.
1: Ms. Fitzy.
0: I'm on Twitter too. Find us. <laughs> 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 what,
1: what? Look for us.
0: They're savvy. buy poetic justice next week
1: uh, yeah
0: yeah <laughs> no
2: <laughs> a ring 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 hello Hello, Ross! Oh, yes, who is this? Hey, Ross, it's Planet Earth. Oh, hi, Planet Earth! I was calling because I was thinking about going to the Church of the Seven Sisters, but Ross, they're kind of kooky. You gonna go? No, I'm kind of nervous, and I thought maybe you'd be the guy to call. I could do that. Yeah, will you show up? I might even bring a friend. Oh! You hang on, Planet Earth. Okay. And we'll get back to you. Ring, ring. Hello? Hey, Carrie, it's Ross. Hey, Ross, how's it going? You know what? I just got a call from the planet Earth, and they really want someone to look into the Church of the Seven Sisters. Oh, they seem kooky do it yeah you will i think we should do it on our podcast oh no ross and carrie on the maximum fun network that's a great podcast you know the one where we look into different sorts of fringe science or spirituality, spirituality. claims exactly. of the paranormal that one ross and we show up so you don't have to you can find us on itunes or at maximumfun.org let's help planet earth
0: I'm Dave Holmes, and if you've been missing my show, International Waters, and you've been missing this. If there's one thing I know about owls, yes. they are wise. It? Two things. Will they are wise. Yes. They love nightclubs. They, all, they
2: wear tiny graduation motorboards, and they love nightclubs. <laughs> they also do the best double takes of all birds of prey.
0: <laughs> And if you slow it down, they actually go... get <laughs> it International Waters, a panel show where U.S. and U.K. comedians battle for pop culture supremacy. Subscribe right now on iTunes or to MaximumFun.org.
2: MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.